I hope your day is full of lemonade and limeade and Arnold Palmer's and Shirley Temple's and Kool-Aid. Gotta have some Kool-Aid, guys. What's up? It's I, Shank, reporting live on this fine, fine Wednesday for another episode of Shank. But before we get into this week's episode of Shank with Saul, I don't know how to say his last name. Saul, how do I say your last name again? Trejillo. I think that's right. Um, should I restart? Okay. That was kind of funny. If you can you pick up from... Okay, let me start over. I hope your day is full of lemonade and limeade and Arnold Palmer's and Powerade and Gatorade and Shirley Temple's, Dr. Pepper, Mountain Dew. What else is there? I know. Diet Coke. You gotta have Diet Coke. Guys, we have an amazing episode of Shank for you this week with Saul Trey. Fuck, I can't. <laughs> Why can't I say his last name? Trejo? Sa- no. Saul, what is it? Trejo. Okay, okay, okay. Do we have the beginning and now I can just say. Because it's only one thing, so he'll just, as he's editing, he'll flip. Um, Trejo. Trejo. Call, call for line. Okay. I'll, I'll okay. Hope your day is full of Powerade and Gatorade and Arnold Palmer's and Shirley Temple's and Dr. Pepper's and Mountain Dew's. Got a Mountain Dew's and Diet Coke. We have an amazing episode of Shank for you this week with Saul Trejo. But before we get into this week's episode of Shank, there's just a few things I want to tell you about. First, socks. Oh, yeah. Look down at your feet right now. Are you wearing socks? If you're not wearing socks, ask yourself why. Socks are essential. They cover your most precious assets, your toesies. Cover up your toes. Don't let people see those for free. Give the gift of Oh Yeah Socks. Shop OYA.com. That's three O's H Y E A H.com. Discount code Sarah10 for 10% off unique sock designs. Whether you're into aliens or cupcakes or Plants, there's a pair of socks for you. Shop ohyeah.com. Support the people who support the podcast. Um, all right, guys, I'm going to be coming to Arizona on June 23rd and June 24th with Kim Congdon. Uh, you guys can subscribe to my Patreon for bonus footage. That's patreon.com slash Sarah Weinchank. We dropped merch for this bitch. That's all online as well. I'll link to that in the description of this episode. And uh, yeah, let's get into this week's episode of Shank with the one, the only Saul. Everyone, here it is. Welcome back to another episode of Shank. I'm Sarah Weinchang, and today's guest is the one, the only Saul. Saul, how do I say your last name? Trujillo. Trujillo. You did it! Yes! You're one of my favorite comics to watch, and I, on the way here, was like, I don't even know how the fuck to say his last name. I just call him Saul. I uh, I get that, like, a, the last name part a lot. They're like, yeah. I don't, I love you, but I don't know yeah, the name. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The last name, no thanks. You're <laughs> one of my favorite comics to watch right now. I, I appreciate that, Sarah. You're Thank so you very much. You're so fucking funny. Every time, the first time I saw you, I think, was at Skankfest. Oh, my God. How much fun was that? Skankfest? Did you have fun? Was that, well, It was, shouldn't have been fun. The stage time should not have been fun. Right. Because it was in like a theater and I'm like, how does this work? Right. And it worked. It's so fun. It's the most fun festival. Yeah. And then you're just trying to be cool for like, oh, oh, yeah. Because like I was my first time going. I was like, oh, shit, look at all these people. I had a lot of fun. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. the best. Um, how long have you been doing stand up? I'm going on 13 years. 
This, oh shit, that's why year. you're so good. We've been doing it about the same amount of time. Right? It's yeah. it's it, it, I've only been in LA four years, but people people are like, oh, you just started. I was like, no, man, I just haven't been here. That makes sense. Because <laughs> when I watch you, I'm like, there's no way he's been here the whole time and I haven't seen him. Because watching you, I'm like, he's so fucking funny every time. I appreciate that. Yeah, no. Um, I was like, I gotta get him on the podcast. I kept trying to get you on and our schedules weren't lining up, but finally we did it. We did it. Did you do your whole time here? I did my whole time here, yeah. Oh, that's that's how. I don't know. I would drive to San Diego a lot when I was first starting out. I was like driving everywhere, like far away just to get the reps in. Yeah, because there's no way you're going to get one to four minutes of stage time getting good. It's horrible. So many open mics. I did a lot of the open mics. Yeah, but these open mics are god awful. These open mics are so, so bad. (laughs) These book shows in LA are also so, so bad. I'm like, what is happening? They've been light lately. They've been light as fuck, especially coming back from Texas. I'm like, you could walk down the street and fall into a comedy show and there's like 150 people and you're like, how did I just walk into this randomly? I don't, I didn't foresee this coming at all. As somebody plot twist? Yeah, Texas being (laughs) the place for comedy. Texas is the place for comedy right now. You're fucking glowing just coming. You're just like, like, oh, I forgot that like I have a job that I could do in other places besides Los Angeles. It doesn't, sometimes it doesn't feel like a job out here. When I get paid out here in LA. You're shocked. You're like. (laughs) You just handed me $20? What just happened? (laughs) No, it's crazy. It's to the point where the LA shows, I have to be like, okay, so here's the deal. I can't do it unless you're at least covering my gas because I can't be losing money to go do a set. Yeah, and it's fucking crazy. And I, I, I'll cancel on gigs last minute. I was like, I'm not going to fucking Venice for no money. To it's, uh, I don't know. I know, and all of the places in Texas pay, and they pay well. So it's it. You're like, wait, what? You need to stop t- trying like, to tempt hey, me with Texas. Yeah, I'm telling you one thing about Texas. If you're a clown, it's the place to be. <laughs> wait a minute, we're not clowns, all right? <laughs> we're not. No, because there's there's this thing. You know, you've heard of clowning? Yeah. You've heard We're of doing that? it right now. No. Oh no. No. Clowning is like, yeah, no, clown school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I dated someone who decided to sign up for clown school. This whole LA scene, like I just saw an <laughs> LA Times article about it. About, about clown clowning, school? doing clowning in the, the, the parks. And yes. Then, um, the guys from the Lyric Hyperion do yeah. like Chad Damian, whatever his name yeah. is. Yeah. They do it. God bless. I don't get it. But God bless. <laughs> they, they just, I feel like, okay, this is what I've heard about clowning. Okay. You're supposed to just be as funny as you can without even words. Why? I don't know. Is it, there like a video we could watch of someone clowning? It's just goofy miming. It's just like pulling rope. It, and I feel so wh- embarrassed thinking of just being funny, no words. Yeah, I wouldn't know what to do. I'm sorry. I'm not. Lucille Ball, I don't have it in me. What I am I gonna do? Put on a mustache, come back, <laughs> dance around. That's what I feel like it is. Right? Yeah, yeah. Put a mustache. I just jump into traffic. Like, <laughs> how funny was that, huh? Yeah. Big old tada! <laughs> oh my god! A and it, clown it, routine, best of clowning. Oh, oh. Well, would you go to? No, it's very Three Stooges. Oh, this is Cirque du Soleil presents Prince. Let's see, but this is probably this the is best. This is high end. This is high end clowning. We want to see the struggling clowns. We want to see open mic clowning. <laughs> the open mic clowning. <laughs> oh no! 
<laughs> the open mic clowns. Where the first three minutes feels like forever. It's like, I got no planned act. Of course you don't. You're a clown. <laughs> I don't know. But like, have you ever done an improv class no. or an acting class? I've always wanted to. Now, but now that you've done stand-up for 13 years, it's different. Because when I, I did improv before I did stand-up. Really? So, yeah. So I got into improv. I was like, oh, everyone's kooky. Okay. This is a little cringe, but I guess I can yes and whatever. Yeah. And then after doing stand-up, going, the thought of going back to an improv class is like. There needs to be an improv class, class for uh, cunts. Comedian. For, oh. Yeah, comedians. <laughs> For Comedians that are cunts, because they're like myself. <laughs> yeah, we kind of look at improvers and go, ugh. Yes. There needs to be an improv class for those people. Yes. <laughs> yes, improv for cunts. <laughs> yes. Done. Improv for cunts. Where <laughs> it's all comedians who like roll their eyes at improv actors. Like, well, you try it. Yeah. I, I think we'll be pretty good at it. Because <laughs> we're pretty mean. And, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it's like. We're, we can all be mean to it's like a roast slash clown <laughs> workshop it's a yes and but for mean shit what's going on here he's talking though there is nothing sadder than a man dressed up as a clown in a vest a woman dressed up as a clown actually <laughs> that's even more sad <laughs> put a man back up there okay oh oh it's just like silent film kinda yeah do you think you could do it? Yeah, but the, where's the skill in that? No offense to this person. He's just making faces and he's got a chair. This is this is not an art. <laughs> this, is, this is a shark. I cannot watch this. Are you calling this a shark, not an art? Oh, this my ain't God. This an art. So. Oh, my God. He's shaped like me for one, so it makes me upset. <laughs> you don't... No, I can't put suspenders on and then do whatever this... I would... Uh, I'm also Mexican, so I'd get beat up. He's also not really killing with me. No, he... So, I, think, I think we're good on the clown. Things. Yeah, we could stop this. We could stop enough this forever. Enough enough. <laughs> enough is enough. Take your big shoes and move to the left, honey. <laughs> Go up there with your opinions <laughs> yeah. and your setups and punchlines. <gasps> yeah. So... Like, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't, I don't get, so we're not clowns. But imagine bombing as a clown. I've seen it. I saw it at a, a JFL audition. No, no. A clown showed up to a the clown improv. clown showed up. At the, and like, who got the clown the JFL audition? I mean, I, I don't, I mean, this person I, from, you know, chatter through the comics, they were saying that she's, her parents were important people. Not, <laughs> not a Nepo baby clown. <laughs> A Nepo clown? <laughs> a Nepo clown. I think they're most Nepo clowns. Um, yeah. I feel like it's hard to make it as a, a clown. Yeah. Unless you're really, really good at clowning. I feel like it has to be a third thing that you're good at. You got to be good at stand-up, improv. I'm also good at clowning. You can't I feel be... like you have to be good at sex. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you could be a clown porn star and clown. that's about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The water comes out of the flower yeah. and it comes out of the bottom flower too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so get it right. We're not clowns. We are, what it? Comedians. We're sad. No, I don't yeah, know. No, we are sad. We are sad. I'm speaking for myself, but also I just assume most comics are low-key kind of sad. I guess. But you're happy, I feel I'm like. I'm pretty happy. You're happy. You're like in a you're in a healthy relationship, it seems. Yeah. I mean, you're married. I'm married. How yeah. long have you been married? Three years? 
That's awesome. Yeah, I've been with her for six. Uh, and in my personal life, I am pretty happy and I can separate. Because I guess a happy comic isn't a funny comic, huh? No. Well, I feel like that that's that's a bad thing to say because then it reinforces the stereotype that in order to be funny, you have to be so fucked up. Do you know what I mean? But I do feel like you have to be somewhat broken a little bit. Yeah, like Mulaney. Like he like had all these yes. specials and then he like got he like cocaine binge and leaving his wife. Oh, yes. Now he's with Olivia Munn. Yeah. And they're like, that hour is genius. His he, new hour. His new hour. <laughs> I know. Everyone has said that his new hour is the best his best stand up yet. I haven't seen it yet. Just him talking about being a piece of shit. That's and everyone's all it is. like, Yes. <laughs> There's a little piece of him in all of us. <laughs> Why is that? Why do people like hearing like when comics are sad? Because it's relatable, probably. It's relatable, and I feel like we're we're at the most like, are you serious? Like we're we're creatures of of negativity. I think mm-hmm. at least I am when I'm mm-hmm. I'm, when I'm doing when it comes to jokes and satire. I always go to the negative, but in mm-hmm. my everyday life, I try to keep it balanced and being pretty positive. Same. Yeah. I feel like I have to be positive in my regular everyday life. Otherwise I'll go cuckoo. And my wife checks me. She'll go, <laughs> no bits tonight. Don't be so negative tonight. Be nice. Oh, your wife checks you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. I have to check her sometimes because I will rub off on her as well. And she goes, look at these fucking idiots. I'm like, well, all right, calm down. No. <laughs> <laughs> it She's, def- she caught on to the, the bits too now. Yeah, she'll give me tags and stuff too. And I go, all right, well, that was a good tag. That was a good tag. <laughs> Nothing better than being with someone that can help tag your jokes. Yeah. And- it is. And then you're like, actually, that's a fucking pretty good tag. Pretty great tag. When and it's a pretty great tag, you're like, I all my needs are fulfilled. <laughs> I have a partner and you're giving me good tags. And she's great. She's in it for the longevity of it all because she's just like, I don't want to go to your show tonight. Like, I love that. A good, healthy relationship. <laughs> she gets, she's out there every day. No, and or she'll wait in the car. Because we'll oh, have that's, plans. That's a down ass bitch. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, I'll be in the car. We'll get burgers when you're out. <laughs> Keep the car running. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think I do remember her picking you up yeah, from yeah, a show, yeah, 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 and yeah. you were you left to get food. Yeah, and, I and then we never like, came back. That is love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't have that in your life yet. No, I think that I I always think that um, the one that I'm dating is the one now. I assume it's not the one, and I proceed with caution. <laughs> So as soon as you find out they're not the one, you kind of backpedal a little bit. Yeah. And now because this is what I used to do. This is what bitches be doing. And this is unhealthy. You go on one date with them. You're like, the connection that we had was another level. I'll call my mom. She'll be like, this is how I know it's bad. She'll be like, Sarah, I can't ride this roller coaster with you. Call me once. <laughs> Call me once it's been six months. Because <laughs> really? I go on a lot of first dates and I'm like, this is the one. Or like, or sometimes I'll just go on a first date and I'll be like, absolutely not, never again. Now I'm just kind of like not going on dates. Do you go too fast? Because it sounds like you're going too fast. I either go too fast or the opposite. And I go, oh no, he I didn't like the way he cleared his throat. <laughs> It's not going to work. I have the ick. That's it. Too it. It's too flemmy. It's too flemmy. Gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I've just been not focused on it as much because I feel like focusing on it is focusing on what I don't have. Yeah. And I don't want to live in that space either. You don't. But you got a career to worry about. You're not trying to. 
Well, yeah, but if I could find a man, a stay-at-home dad, that's what I would like. <laughs> <laughs> there are plenty of guys. That's what that's what that's what another guy said. He said, "Be careful what you manifest. You find a lot of guys who would like to stay at home and play video games." You're like the third comedian who is a woman who says that they want a stay-at-home person. Yeah, they want to be the breadwinner. They want to be the the one who makes all the money. You stay home and. I want to be daddy. They can be <laughs> <laughs> daddy's gotta go to work. Uh, bye. No, um, I just think it's because if you're a woman and you've ever been in the situation where you're with a guy and he's more financially stable than you, a lot of times it becomes slightly manipulative, in my experience. On his on part? his end. Oh. Where he's like, oh, um, like I dated one guy and he would buy me bath bombs and he'd be like, I buy you those bath bombs. Why? It was like low key, like financially manipulative. That's I didn't like that feeling. Flex. I didn't like that feeling. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you didn't buy me a Celine bag. Yeah, the you didn't buy me, you bath bought me bomb. bath bombs. <laughs> and he was rich as fuck. Um, so yeah, so ever since then I have like this fear of, I have a fear of being financially dependent on a dude fully. Oh, wow. Because I'm afraid that then they'll, they'll use it. They'll use it over my head. Yeah. Huh. So, oh, cause I always re are like, and I'm trying to like make myself look any better. I always try to reassure my wife. It's like, I, I bought you this, but this is, you know what I mean? Like I'm not. Don't get used to this flat. sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> We're pretty Dutch. We, we go pretty Dutch yeah. in our relationship, yeah. but she's also barely starting to accept that if this comedy pans out the way it's supposed to, she's going to go, I'll accept your money, but you know, it's going to take me a while to accept your money and you being like the main provider. And I'm like, that's fair. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're yeah. supposed to be, you're supposed to want to provide for someone not to manipulate them, but you care about them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a team. Yeah. 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 I like, hope you find your teammate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm out here looking for a teammate. If you have a, <laughs> if you're wearing a pink Jersey, slide in my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> daddy. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. You're daddy. That's mommy. Mm. <laughs> but then that, I want to be daddy in terms of like the finances, but mommy in terms of like, I'll make dinner. Do you make dinner? Yeah, I could. Really? I don't know. I'm all fucking confused now. I don't know what I'm looking for. No, you can make a lot of the money and make dinner. I don't allow my wife to cook. Do you cook? I went to school. I went to culinary school. You went to culinary school? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where? Uh, Le Cordon Bleu Sacramento. It doesn't exist oh, anymore. Oh shit, Le Cordon Bleu <laughs> Sacramento. What are your favorite things to cook? I mean, Mexican food, Mexican, Mexican food, food, Italian food. Those are like the two most popular foods there is. Mm -hmm. So those two generally. But what Mexican food? I love to cook uh, specifically chili, cor chili color colorado and chili verde. It's just like oh. stews. Yum. Yeah, stews. And then when it comes to Italian food, I love cooking like chicken piccata. Chicken piccata is so fucking good. I think last thing I made was eggplant parmesan. That's, That's one of my good. favorite things to make. Yeah. Oh my God. So how often are you cooking? Three times a week, four times a week. Hell yeah. And if not, we live in Thai town, so we just go get fucking Thai food. It's like a walk away. What are your Thai food go-tos if you're going to order Thai food? I'm going to order Thai food. Yeah. Patsy you. It's Patsy just you. noodles. I'm big yeah. into noodles. Like, I'm big into the noodle game myself. Yeah? What I love you? a noodle. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a noodle. vague on it. It's so soothing. I love a noodle. A noodle, <laughs> a noodle on a bad day. Oh. <laughs> It could be in a cheese sauce. It could be in a Thai sauce. It could yeah. be with butter. It could be with the marinara. 
Dude, that's all you need. Sarah Weinshank. <laughs> a noodle. Like a good noodle. Nothing like a good noodle. <laughs> uh, yeah, what do you cook? If you, like, like, let's say the teammate you're trying to find. When oh, you, shit. Oh, shit. What do you, what, if you were had to cook for him, what would you cook for him? I think I would make, okay, something healthy or something. I don't know what Maybe salmon. I think salmon with roasted potatoes. Oh. Yes, salmon, roasted potatoes, green beans, and then a dessert. Oh, okay. That's healthy. It's a starch, a potato, a protein. I like how you're going healthy on this. It has to be healthy. You've gone healthy like twice already. I'm like, whatever you want. strawberry shortcake for dessert. There you go. Not healthy. Not healthy. I dig that. Right? You can't go healthy all the way across. All right. Pink daddy. Pink shirt daddy. Pink She's going to make salmon. Yeah. (laughs) Same color as your shirt. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe he's not in a pink shirt. Maybe I just... (laughs) Maybe I just emasculated him too much. No, it's fine. You want him to stay at home and wear pink shirts. <laughs> I want him to be, I want him in a cool rock and roll shirt. I take it back. I take it back. He's in a cool vintage band t-shirt. He's got lots of tattoos and he's eating Sam and I made him. Boom. Hit it. Right on the nose. <laughs> Damn. Daddy Shank. You were just, you, you, you were just talking earlier. You were just in Austin. Mm-hmm. You were telling me I should go. Mm-hmm. What 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 are? Because you're so funny and there's so much stage time. Yeah, and I'm I'm like bummed out about it. LA's been kind of dry. It's dry as fuck. Yeah, I did a show. I did th- like it needs a little mayo or something. <laughs> like I'm sorry, how dry? What is happening? I did three sets. It was a crowd of six, and then a crowd of ten, no. and then a crowd of four. It was one of the worst Saturdays I'd no. ever done. It was bad. Where? I don't want to say the venues. No. Me. I want to book. I want to get booked at them again. But it was like some no, light that, nights. That's the fucked up shit about being a comic you can't even tell where you can't even Mm -hmm. be like it was this location this location because you're so addicted to the love of the game you're like and if i go next week and there's six people i'll still show up i will i know that's why that's mentally ill yeah yeah but it's you you gotta go factor in like oh it's the playoffs and it's probably this and it's probably that but and i do think that those sets make you better yeah that's that's the reason i've done a lot of those i've Uh, done so many of those especially in la What's the least amount of people you've done it for? I want to say like like two. Two is nice. I did it. <laughs> two, two is not, I did it for so, one. No, I don't know if I would even do it if it was the one. Fucking, there was one person sitting and the fucking producer. This was in the bay. The person was like, oh, we're still doing the show. And the no. guy wasn't even good. He was, no. he sat there like, hmm. <laughs> just leave. No. You're, you're the reason we're here. He's just there like this. Yes. He's like that. And then he just did this a couple bunch of times to keep him moving. I was like, you're the worst. No. Why don't you leave? But no. No. Full 90 minutes for this one guy like he was a millionaire. A 90 minute private show for one man. For one man. Did he laugh at all? No. Oh, no. He did the indifferent like. <sighs> Like, ah. No, no, it's so bad. It's so bad. The one time I was like, let there be two. At least because you could draw off of one, but that one he gave us nothing. Dude, yeah. you need like, you need two. The yeah. very least you need two. The very least you need two. I mean, what do you think's worse, performing for one person or do, for one person stand up or performing for one person as a clown? <sighs> clown. Because right? we're both, if you're, I don't care what faces, I'm just going to be ridiculous at that point. It's not going to, no words are going to mean anything. So. Can you imagine 45 minutes, uh, doing 45 minutes, no words? No, I can't. Could you imagine just doing 30 seconds, no words? Can you try to be a clown real quick? No. <laughs> I know, me either. <laughs> like my heart just dropped to the floor. Like at the thought of like. 
Silence is uncomfortable. Like, yeah. Like there's a big difference between bombing silence and like you got them engaged and they're waiting for you to say something. But like this just clowning doing what you're doing up there. There's no way that silence is like because they're not. What's he going to do next? Throw the chair. It's like it's weird. <laughs> Throw the chair. Mm. Smell your own armpit. <laughs> like what? What else do clowns do? I, I, it's a Pick lot of your nose, goofy faces, stab yourself in the eye, then look down at the blood. I don't know. Like, I'm I would come to- for that. If somebody stabbed himself in the eye, I'd be like, okay, I gotta like, see. I'd pay the $20. What if I'm like a hidden clown talent? <laughs> I don't know. If stabbing yourself in the eye, you have one eye, Sarah. You're like, how many times can I do this act? Twice. <laughs> I do the whole act. Yeah. I stab myself in the eye and then have to do the whole act like this. <laughs> Just eye patch. Eye patch. Oh, man. That's so crazy. So wait, what city did you start to end up in again? I started in Sacramento. Okay. So Northern California has a pretty good scene, right? How far is Sacramento from SF? I don't really know. About an hour and 20. Did you go down there for stage time a lot? I started in the Central Valley. Like I lived in the Central Valley of California. This little agricultural town at Stockton. So that would be- Isn't that like where- uh, John Steinbeck writes about. Maybe. I don't know. It could like, be. I feel like he does. There's. Can you Google John Steinbeck Stockton just for my own reference? It's a big UFC town. We got a it lot is? of. Yeah, we got a lot of blue, like blue collar fighters like Nate Diaz, Nick Diaz, oh, those guys. Nate Diaz is hot. You think Nate Diaz is I hot? I saw him at the comedy store. I was like, yeah, who is that? You probably get him. He'll probably put on a. John Steinbeck, it's the first one. John Steinbeck. Like, I, this Stockton. is how good Stocktonian guy I am. He's from Salinas. Oh. So that's pretty close. But did he write about Stockton? Can I have you, no idea. I feel like he did. Oh, he did The, the Grapes of Wrath? He might yeah. have written about Stockton. Oh, Inferior Club. Okay. Uh, yeah, he did. Dude, I don't know where that came from. You know, when I you was have like, like a out of useless, nowhere. <laughs> like I might be on the spectrum. I don't know where that. I'm like Stockton, John Stein, John Steinbeck. John Steinbeck. I, just, I don't know Nate where. Nate Diaz is hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, clowns, <laughs> clowns. Yeah, I'm from there, and then that is generally sent like centralized between San Francisco, Sacramento, Fresno. Okay. So I these would just be the hour and a half bubble that I I drive from. Okay, cool. So imagine living in Long Beach and then doing stand up in LA. LA. Okay, not bad. That situation. Yeah. So it was pretty good. And then I feel like the it got me used to the driving in LA, got me used to just awful sets, just being stronger. But yeah. Nothing like an awful set to make you feel better, stronger. Nothing like uh, a me. I I'll I'll take a bomb now over or over a mid set. You I'll, learn you from know what, a bomb. Can I tell you though, the bomb now at this point, I just fucking lately I've been leaning in. Like I did, I did this show with Kim in Texas. It was a small show. Everything was fine. Having a good set. All of a sudden, of course, this is the day right after we get back from Rogan. I'm on a high. Yeah. I'm on stage. The button pops off my shirt right where my tits are. Uh-huh. Flies into the sky, lands on the floor. And I have eight more minutes left and I'm missing a button where my tits are. So I have to do the rest of my set like this. Wait, so it's just cleavage or <laughs> like, like they're trying to escape? They're trying to escape. It's oh. like cleavage, but then like the, 
the rest of the buttons are still there, but the ones right here where the tits are is gone. So then I'm like, I have to address it because it it was so dramatic. It like flew up into the sky, landed on the floor, and then bounced back after it landed on the floor. It was like a gold button yeah. everyone fucking saw. And I had to just do the rest of my set covering my tits and just leaning in. Being, or you, you being like, yeah, I lost the button off my shirt and just addressed it right away and just went with it. Had you not addressed it, had you been quiet the whole time, that'd have been clowning. Yeah, that's Button not coming for me. up, going down, <laughs> yeah. showing some titties a little bit. That's clowning. <laughs> <laughs> not me accidentally <laughs> clowning. But you acknowledge it. You just gotta go boop and then make like, oh, oh. you gotta do that the whole. That's clowning. <laughs> yeah. So basically, I have clowned before. <laughs> Unwillingly. Unwillingly clowning. But of course, it's always. It's always a situation where you just had the highest of highs, and then Car- God Carmel will humble you. Will go, nah, not today. Uh, not today, bitch. I go. <laughs> I just did Rogan Experience. Everything's great. I'll go on stage to a set to celebrate. Bam! It's <laughs> like crashing back down. I recently did Comedy Central, and then that oh, same so night, cool. that same night, I just had cup of noodles for dinner. <laughs> Yeah, I swear to God, I was just like, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not going to change anything about myself. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. What did you record for Comedy Central? It was one of those featurings, those internet ones. Oh, those are cool. Those don't tell ones. Like, they're pretty much the compete with don't tell. Are, is yours online yet? It will be. It'll be, they're releasing it soon. I just I just got the check for it. So <laughs> hopefully yeah. they'll be releasing it soon. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that was, awesome. Yeah. It'll be on Comedy Central Digital. Comedy Central Digital, which I feel like. As an old, like we've been doing it a long time, you're just like, I want the TV one. I don't want the fucking internet one, but the internet one. Yeah, but one, that's just like how it is with everything. It's like you you put something in your head that you want and then you get it and then you're like, I want this other thing now. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That won't stop. That, that part of being a human is annoying. Yeah. You're like, I just want to enjoy the things that I have instead of always wanting the next thing. But then that's what drives us is the next thing. Yeah, because if there wasn't the next thing, you'd just be lazy as fuck. You'd be a sad old school comedian who like all they care about is the little Comedy Central logo on the posters and that'll sell them tickets in like some small town. But then they don't do anything after that. They got the same hour. You know right. what I mean? You want to keep striving right. for the next thing. Right. Yeah. Um, how do you think of new material? What's like the... Drugs. <laughs> I need lots of it. I need to smoke like weed, weed and acid and anything. I can get my weed little, and acid. Acid helps you with your with your writing. It does. Like it, if it's a good trip or if it's a bad trip, because you have those introverted, extroverted thoughts kind of colliding with each other. Yeah, dude. So <laughs> a bad acid trip that'll take you. I had a great acid trip at Skankfest. Oh, you did? Yeah. And what, ha- what happened? Yeah. And not me. I had a, one of the worst ass trips of my life. Did you one really? skank fest, not this last skank fest. Oh, man. I was on my worst behavior. And then I said, no more acid at skank fest for mommy. Did you do it the following year? No, I didn't. No, you didn't? No, I didn't. I cleaned up my act. I'm proud of the, you. Because the way that I was the one year that I did, I got a tattoo. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. Not no, the place no. to get a tattoo. No. I love skank fest. It's great. Not the place to get it. Not No. On acid. On acid. That's pretty bad. And I just ruined. I had to cover it up. I oh, covered you did? it up. Yeah, this wasn't it. It was a bad eight one eight. I got it for Brody, but then it looked like two table. It looked like two snowmen playing table tennis and not an eight one eight. So then I had to get it covered up, and it like haunt me every day, and just remind me of my bad acid trips and my bad life choices. And it just was like I would wake up and look at it and be like, oh, I gotta get rid of it. 
What'd you, what'd you, what'd that, that the cover, what'd you cover it with? Butterflies. Butterflies. Like a dumb bitch. I no. like butterflies. Um, yeah. Something, I was like, just something dark enough to cover it and something that I fucks with. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think I've, I would ever think that. I just ruined someone's mini golf game. Like me and Hormos watching people play mini golf. We just laid on the course. No, you didn't. <laughs> we did. <laughs> and they just played around. They're, we were like, no, I'm, I'm no. so sorry, but we're high on acid. And the guy was like, it's fine. He was on no, a date. No, no. They were both very cool. No. <laughs> yeah. They played around they you. They played around us. You said if we're going to lie on the course. <laughs> yeah, but dude. When was that? That's so funny. Last gag fest. <laughs> That's so funny. We stayed at a at a hotel that had a mini golf course in it. And then uh, they were just free. You just grab your thing. You, they, they play like all, all eight holes. And then me and Hormos were just, Hormos Rashidi. Yeah. We're all high on acid. We're just like, I'm going to go lay over here. He's like, I'm going to go lay over. And we're just laying. And that's, then people are just playing around. But that is so funny because I, I remember at one point I go, where's Hormos? And now thinking that that's where he was yeah. potentially is so, such a funny reality. I have to tell Kim this. <laughs> he was just lying down. You guys were just lying down on a, on a mini golf course. Yeah. Disrupting someone's date. And they, they didn't care. They didn't give a shit. They were so playful. They were so nice. Vegas is so crazy. I was just there. We did a, me and my wife went to Sick New World. We went to go see like Deftones and System of Down, like a bunch of Whoa, rock bands. So was it was fun? We were old. We went too early. <laughs> we went too early. We went like we're at 1130. AM? Yeah. Oh, hell no. You got to show up at least at like two. I didn't know. Like, yo, know, I didn't, I, I don't go to music festivals. It's, it's a young man's game. It this is. shit is fucking exhausting. It's too much. Exhausting. The walking, the heat, the like people. We walked 23,000 steps just based on the, like we walked like 11 miles the whole time. I was like, I don't care about music this much. <laughs> yeah. To be a walking 11 miles. <laughs> 11 miles for a little, for some tunes. For, <laughs> for I mean, some this tunes. This is a little bit much. I'll do three miles of tunes in my ears, but yeah. I won't walk 11 miles for some tunes, you know? <gasps> 11 miles. And it was desert some. hot and it was just, the water was 15 bucks and it was just no. dumb, you know? That's the thing about every time I go on a trip, I always end up spending so much more money than I think I'm going to. Yeah. And I did the, the, I'll pay for everything. My wife's like, fucking calm down. <laughs> fucking take it easy. Oh, you're right. You could pay for stuff. <laughs> <laughs> if a guy's like, I'll pay for everything. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. You're hell like, for yeah. now. Uh, hell yeah. For now. Uh-huh. And, and then, then I'll once, go, I, once I make you a stay-at-home daddy, things, mm -hmm. are, things will be different. And I'll tell my wife, like, remember I bought you those bath bombs, huh? You remember. <laughs> You remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because someone who, like, I don't have a lot of money. And if I bought someone bath bombs, I would never remind them of That's the fact that I bought. <laughs> but imagine, like, having so much money and then reminding somebody of, you bought them bath bombs. Yeah. My it's wife. Like, be, being like, remember that one time I bought you that salad? It's like, yeah, that was like two years ago. You bought but, me one salad. Yeah, I don't want to hear about it. No. Um, luckily for me, my wife isn't, like, too materialistic on that kind of stuff. Like she doesn't care about stuff or maybe she's just lying to me. To, to, Cause I mean, I don't, I don't think anyone who cares about stuff would be dating a comedian. That's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I know a lot of comedians that care about stuff though. You know, like actual comedians that care about things and it's fine. Yeah. So you like what you like. I like clothes, but I'm not really like a gadget person. No, I don't have an iPad. How many, like how much, how, what do you own clothes wise? <sighs> I mean, I'm looking, I'm trying to manifest a walk-in closet because right now these clothes are, they're dragging me down. Oh, do you have it set up like how, how guys, I've seen sneakerheads 
Yes. Where they'll have box. It'll be boxes. All of it's all all their things is Jordans. Their apartments. So is it like that, but with you with dresses? Yeah, and it's oh. like color coded, and I'm, <laughs> I'm all out of room, and I'm like, oh shit, I need to get rid of stuff, and then you I'll don't. be like, I'll I'll take the stuff that I haven't worn in a long time, and I'll put it into a different room. So you don't have to see it again? So I don't have to see it again. That's and then, and then I'll be like, okay, I'll donate it. Do you donate it? I have three bags I need to donate. <laughs> I need to donate it. I need to, Don't you help people with cleaning their closets dry? I do. And I was like, why haven't you called me? So, okay, because I'm, oh. I'm embarrassed. What are you embarrassed of? Because <laughs> I have so much shit that I need to get rid of. And then I have a hard time letting go of it. Is that hoarding? That is hoarding, yes. Fuck. <laughs> Don't be embarrassed. I've seen worse. Really? Yes. What do you tell tell me some of the things you've seen? Oh, I've seen like Forever 21 wet seal in the back. Like high school. Whoa. They just can't get rid of it. It's sentimental. It's more of an emotional tie. That's than mental illness. I have it. No, I mean it, <laughs> it, it I could be. I have a few vintage tees I gotta let go. It could be. It's okay. I have a system. I make it really easy. What's the system? Wine. With wine? Yeah, alcohol really helps. She gets you drunk and then she tells you we're getting rid of things, bitch. No, that's <laughs> yeah. a good way. That should be on hoarders. You <laughs> yeah. just get fucked up and go in there and throw all the stuff away. What I do is I sedate you. I give you a little bit of laughing gas <laughs> and then I slowly tell you that I'm going to get rid of stuff and you're fine with it. <laughs> I never get rid of the stuff. Oh my God. Do you get rid of your stuff regularly? I I, I don't. And here's why. And I've talked to other dudes like me and Steve Fury. He was like, I have a pair of underwear from high school. That's wild. Isn't that crazy? That's wild. I don't have one from My high school. They better be his lucky pair. Like, <laughs> Nah, it's just a, like this bitch is, I guess it's a sentimental value. Like I've had these forever, you know, like the band is all fucked up. <sighs> Can I tell you what else I have? Like, why would I need this? And why haven't I gotten rid of it? What do you do with something like this? Okay, my first boyfriend in high school Got me a dried out puffer fish with googly eyes. Uh-huh. I have it. You still have it? Yeah. Particular reasons? No, I just said, oh, well, it was a gift. You don't have to keep every <laughs> gift. <laughs> I got to get rid of the puffer fish. Yeah, I think so. You guys, am I a hoarder? Yes. Have a little ceremony and then just throw it in the ocean. Uh, so flush it down a toilet like a regular ceremony. fish. <laughs> but I clog my septic tank because I flush down the puffer gift. But you rent, right? Yeah. Who gives a fuck? You can flush anything down the toilet. That's my rules. <laughs> if you rent, you those that plumbing ain't yours. If you own, no fucking wipes down the toilet. And then they pull back the tape and it's just you telling me this. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Throw it all down the septic, baby. <laughs> that's how I feel about it. If you rent, dude, septic tank, that's a rented septic tank. I'm going to turn the water on all day. I'm a piece of garbage when I rent. And I get my, I get my deposit back too. You do? <laughs> yeah. Hell, you make sure of it. Well, my wife is very, she makes sure of it. She makes sure of it. She'll get on the phone, get all professional, like, excuse Like, yeah, this is what oh, I'm talking about. Oh, hell yeah. Is there a manager I can speak with? Yes, Does she get Karen like? Yes. She goes, get full Karen. I've talked about this on a different podcast. It's like, get with a Karen, but like hone her in a different direction. You know what I mean? <laughs> get her away from the stuff that doesn't matter and towards like getting our deposit back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Motivated Karen in a different Motivated direction. Karen. <laughs> Keep the energy just somewhere else. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put her on it to get your deposit back. But I feel like, uh, how many dresses would you say, can you even count? No. Because uh, I can go, I think I may, I might own 10 10 shirts total. I think I own two pairs of shoes total. Yeah, that's I'm a minimalist. probably normal. No, no, it's not. 
I'm pretty, I'm a minimalist guy. But I feel like most guys are minimalists. Like if a guy has too much stuff, then I'm also like, what's going on there? They're just stylish, I think. Some guys oh, are just pretty right. stylish. Right. You know you're what right. I mean? Like, I do like a styled king. Yeah. <laughs> and there are guys, I grew up more blue collar. Uh-huh. Like around like uh, like uh, farmers and shit. So it was just like, they don't give a fuck about their clothes. They don't give a fuck. They just go out into the world. That's well, like my dad. My dad's a lawyer, but if you saw him at the grocery store, you would offer him change because he wears, <laughs> it's happened before. He's worn like shirts that are like so ripped up. My mom's like, Steve, you can't wear that out. And He's like, watch me. And he like goes to the grocery store and somebody offers him change because they think he's poor. Yeah. A lot of these Gen Zers are that way. The newer generation, they don't give a fuck about Hell yeah. what they look like. It's fucking great. But I feel like they all care about what they look like because of the filters and shit. But that's different. I mean, like, okay, you might be right with the filters. One thing about the filters, they'll, they'll fuck you up. <laughs> you see yourself as a female with a filter on, you go, Wow. Who's this Kardashian? And then you look at yourself in the mirror the next day, you go, the fuck? It's a false sense of security. You're like, that's false, not what you look like. It's a false sense of security for sure. One time, Kim and I, it was so funny. It was at um, Skankfest, not this year, but the year before. It was like, we like hosted some video thing and somebody put a side-by-side picture of us photoshopped and then us like from the video and they said what I ordered on wish.com versus what I got and then it was Uh us without the filters and we were like no but it it really hit it really hit it was one of those things where it was it was so funny seeing the side by side (laughs) and you're like it's so fucked the filter game for women it doesn't it's it's such a poisonous thing because that's all you'll see some, if I see nothing but your pictures with the filters, I'm like, all right, what are you hiding? Right. There's nothing wrong with your face. You just, this is something that you're creating. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't give a fuck about no filter. Yeah, because you're a guy. I think all guys, we should, guys should normalize putting the beauty filter on. Yes. <laughs> Be very funny. Yes. To have the perfect face as a guy. You guys should all start putting filters on. You got to do it. My wife will go, there's a booger in your nose. And I, I know there's a booger in your nose. I'm like, shut up. Stop it. <laughs> Where did you and your wife meet? A wedding. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, I was emceeing a wedding. You were emceeing a wedding. I've done a lot of, like, I, cause I used to be like a notorious gambling addict. I used, I was a psycho. What were you addicted to? Which? Uh, like CD underground casinos. Okay. Like what blackjack games? and pie guy and stuff like that. Okay. So yeah. I would like I would have li- like literally maybe three thousand dollars in my pocket or no money at all. There's nothing in between. Relatable. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be nothing. I've spent all my money on gambling. I, that's, that's where all my time went was gambling and comedy. Okay. So like I needed money. So my friend was like, "You can MC this wedding." MC my wedding for very cheap. And I was like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. I emceed a wedding. My wife was blackout drunk, screaming at people. And I was like, <laughs> there's something about her. <laughs> I like her very much. And then I DM'd her on Facebook. And that's that was the end of that. Yeah. That's so crazy yeah. that you met her emceeing a wedding. Yeah, it was kind of nuts. What was it like emceeing a wedding? I mean, at the time, I really needed the money. So I was like, I just assumed, I was like, all right, just be super high energy, just make crack jokes. It was weird and goofy, but yeah, like the, the, it was a Filipino wedding. So like the uncle was like uh, the DJ. It was very family oriented. No. <laughs> he had a thick Filipino accent. So me and him were going back and forth. I was like, Uncle Phil, how's it going? He was like pointing at me. That's so fun. It was, it was fun. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. 
That is so fun. I would like to MC a wedding. Would you? No. For the right rate. For the right rate. Yeah, I was going to say, I like how you went for money. (laughs) Not Not for gambling addict purposes. Yeah, not for a a couple uh, games of blackjack. (laughs) I need it for real, actual cold hard cash. If you want me to MC your wedding, hit me up. Hit up (laughs) Wine Shank for Shank's wedding MCs. Yeah, Shank's wedding MCs. (laughs) I feel like... It would be it would the only thing worse than emceeing a, a wedding would be emceeing a funeral. Ooh, I don't know which I'd prefer at this point. Funeral's kind of <laughs> like a fuck it. Everyone's fucked up. <laughs> the stakes are are low because someone's dead. I'd still give you him could, the same wedding energy. Like, <laughs> let's give it up for the person in the box. <laughs> <laughs> Throw some on the ground for <laughs> one rose at a time, everybody. One rose at a time. That's so funny. There's a photo booth. A oh, photo that'd be booth. terrible. How do you DJ a funeral? Oh, I don't. How do you? It's uh, a lot of like Sarah McLaughlin <laughs> in the arms of the angels. I'm hoping it's that, not like Skrillex upbeat music, trying to get oh people to drop the beat. Oh, he had heavy beats at a funeral. This guy's going nuts. Unts, Someone, like, there's people on Molly with, like, pacifier. <laughs> yeah. Half the audience is crying. Half the everybody gets just like, oh, oh, man, this is great. Yeah, that's so crazy. Sweating through a tuxedo would be terrible. <laughs> DJing a funeral would be insane. I kind of want to do it now. Yeah, same. <laughs> what would your DJ name be? My DJ name? Yeah. Uh, DJ Dribbles. Whoa, that was fast. Yeah, that was. was You've thought about it before. No, I haven't. I was just trying to think of something well, fast. No, that worked. <laughs> what about yours? I think sparkles. See, we're both in the sparkles ibbles. Like yeah, at the end. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe I pick sparkles after you pick dribbles. I was like that. Dribble sparkles. Check, you got to get them fast. I think like a like a DJ with a long ass name or a DJ with like a no- DJ Steve. It's like all right, fucking seen it. How many <laughs> DJ Steves are there? Or like a DJ Tanner. I knew a couple DJ Tanners before. I knew a DJ Tanner too. And then Full House came back and then she was a DJ called DJ Tanner. I'm like, well, there goes your name. Sorry. Yeah, yeah DJ Tanner. <laughs> DJ Tanner is a funny name. Did you watch, um, were you into the Olsen twins growing up? I was into Full House growing up. Yeah, Not Full necessarily House. the Olsen I twins. I was deep into the Olsen twins. But I mean, it's kind of like, hard for a man to go, yeah, like the, the, the Olsen twins were great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As a kid, I loved the Olsen twins. I remember I saw them at the grocery store once. It was a big deal. At the same time? Yes. I don't know why. Because you, I'm on the show, it's like one and then take one out and then they're playing Michelle. Yeah, I saw them both. <laughs> I, my mind exploded. I was I loved them so much as a kid. You watched the movies growing up? Yeah, I watched their movies growing up, and then I was an extra in one of their movies once because I did an acting class. And like this teacher, she she like one time taught the Olsen twins, and that was her on her website. She's like, I coach the Olsen twins. So then I was like, I gotta go to this acting coach, mom. And I went, and she for one day made us everyone come and be an extra of the Olsen on the Olsen twins movie, and I got to go. And my mom was like, we're never doing that again. It was like a 10 hour day with like crazy stage moms. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. You guys were not ready, prepped for crazy stage moms. And 10 hour set days. 10 hour set days. I come back with a sunburn. I'm like, but I got to look at an Olsen twin in real life. <laughs> <laughs> and what's acting coach on an Olsen twin? Stay there. Yeah. Say you got it, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, you just tell, you're just you babysitting it, a child. <laughs> yeah. You're killing it. Yeah. I'm killing it as an acting coach. <laughs> <laughs> that is so weird to be the, a children's acting coach. Like that's your 
claim to fame. You're just babysitting them and feeding them lines. Yeah. You're not really like being a thespian. You want a cookie? (laughs) Do the line again. Do the line again if you want a cookie. Yeah. I'll give you two Oreos this time, Mary Kay. You got it. That's how they'd get me. I'd be a phenomenal actor. <laughs> yeah. If they, all they did was offer cookies, I'd get an Oscar. Same. <laughs> Nothing sounds better than just cookies. Um, all right. Well, that's our podcast. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Where can people find you? And they, is there anything you want to promote? Uh, they can find me on Instagram, Soul Comedy, SoulComedy.com. Yeah. Uh, Depending on when this comes out, we're doing Wednesday. A, Wednesday, yeah. so this is perfect. Uh, we're doing a dirty at ten thirty next Wednesday with awesome Kurt Metzger, uh, Kim Congdon. Oh, yeah, yeah come out, come and see the, it. Yeah, that's it, uh, it's in the belly room at the Comedy Store. Five uh, May twenty fourth. Please come out. It'd be a lot come of fun. Come out, guys. Yeah, May twenty fourth, belly room of the Comedy Store. What time? Uh, 1030. 1030. Okay. And then your podcast. My podcast. I got uh, Dogs of Brown Town on Comedy Store Studios. I also got This Week in Crime I do with Steve Fury. That one's on Comedy Store Studios too. I'm also coming to the East Coast. Oh, you are. For the first, I've never been to the East Coast in you my haven't? whole life. Where are you going? I'm going to City Wineries. I'm doing a run at uh, Boston, Boston City Winery, Philly City Winery, New York City Winery. First, second, and third. Of, G- of June. June. Yeah. Make sure to come out and see him. He's so funny, you guys. Um, thank you for coming on thank the you podcast. For me, thank you guys for listening and watching another episode of Shank. And uh, subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Sarah Wineshank. And subscribe to this bitch podcast with me and Kim Congdon. And I'm coming to Chandler, Arizona, June 23rd and June 24th. Mic Drop Mania with Kim Congdon for shows. Buy tickets. And thank you guys so much. 